Welcome to Beyond the Silo, grain marketing tips for growers. We're nearly halfway through our deep dive series on grain trading, and with South Australia being an export-focused grain state, one of the important things to understand is the impact of foreign exchange rates. Foreign exchange, or FX, is the value of one currency expressed in the value of another. This is important because the world trades grain in US dollars. So, what do you need to keep in mind when it comes to foreign exchange and your grain trading? It's something independent agricultural consultant Jonathan Wilson is well versed in, and he joins me in the Grain Producers SA studio. Jonathan, thanks for your time. Thanks, Drew. Jonathan, when it comes to foreign exchange, why is the US dollar, otherwise abbreviated as USD, the big one? Ultimately, most of the trade will hold their books, will hold their whole trading in US dollars. That is the currency where they're going to sell it to their customers, particularly if uh, they're an export-related entity or they're a global-related entity, their reporting will probably be in USD. That's not to say that's true of all traders, but certainly the majority of traders would be looking at the US dollar price as, uh, as the really important currency to be looking at. So Jonathan, basically everyone across the planet is pretty much working in USD as the yep. baseline. Yes. And really when we're talking about FX, we're really just talking about the value of one currency expressed in another one. And it's really important for us to understand what's happening both with the US dollar and with the Australian dollar because it has such a real impact on the amount of money you're going to get paid for your grain, even if there's no change in the underlying price of the grain. Ultimately, for Australian growers, getting paid in Australian dollars is what's important because that's how you're going to pay for your Richmond memberships, your vanilla slice from the Five Loaves Bakery or uh, electricity bills. We're talking foreign exchange here, and it just makes me think farmers are so much more than growers. Today we're pulling apart foreign exchange rates and their impact on grain sales. So then do they need to take a step further? What sort of things should they be aware of in terms of the factors that influence foreign exchange rates? Ultimately, for some growers, they're not going to be interested in the exchange rates and only interested in what price they're seeing at the silo for their grain in Australian dollars. And that's fine. But the influences around foreign exchange has a genuine effect on the price of grain. Ultimately, what influences foreign exchange, it's a reflection of interest rates and inflation. And there's a lot of around the confidence in the government and a reflection of the country's economic health. When people are worried around the world, they put their money where they think it is the safest. So political stability is a real factor in interest rates. Levels of government debt and speculation are things that they're looking for. And I think what's frustrating with foreign exchange is that we cannot influence it. It's bigger than any of us. But we can look for signs and for reasons we think currency may go up or down. And then that can allow some rationale for decision making around that. But it's with anything. If I knew what was going to happen to foreign exchange, as lovely as it is here with you, Drew, we wouldn't be doing a podcast and I'd be sitting on my own private island somewhere sipping pina coladas. We don't know what's going to happen in foreign exchange. And if someone had a magic bullet, they would be shooting that bullet all day long for themselves. So there is a a level of witchcraft and trickery around it, but uh, 
it's still got a real effect on what gets paid for green. So what you're saying really is a producer, just try and be generally aware of global yeah. political movements and, and keep an eye on what the dollar's doing. It's so important for us because we are an export-orientated state, most of our grain is going to go into that export market. So we have a we have a, a big impact on it. So I guess we convert all of our prices from US dollars back to Australian dollars because that's what people use to uh, buy Cooper's Ales and uh, pay for independent grain consultants. Jonathan, in researching for this particular episode, there was a line of yours that I came across and it said, currency has a real effect on the price of grain and grain production. Can you flesh that out for me a little bit, please? Ultimately, when we're exporting, we want our Australian dollar to be as weak as possible. And when we're importing, we want it to be as strong as possible. And what I meant by that in terms of having an impact on our production is that at different times a year, we're importing things that are important to our production, whether that's fertilizer or whether that's machinery. And so if we've got a strong Australian dollar, we can pay for more of that stuff. And if we've got a weak Australian dollar, obviously that's got an impact. And conversely, whenever we've produced the grain and we're going to sell that grain, the weaker the Australian dollar, the more Australian dollars we're going to get for that grain whenever we export it. So there's an impact on the cost of production, if you like, whenever we're importing inputs, and there's an impact on the price of grain whenever we're exporting the outputs. Is anybody then ever happy with the value of the Australian dollar? Because it really depends on what you want to do. Uh, absolutely. It's it's like anything. You, you've got your own perspective and it's your own time of year and the same person can want different things at different times, It's which is the human condition, isn't it? So we want the Australian dollar really low for our exports. And we want that because we want to get paid more Australian dollars for the grain. So we want more Australian dollars for every one US dollar the buyer is willing to pay. Again, if you do some really quick math and the buyer is willing to pay $200 a tonne and the currency is at 70, so that's one Australian dollar is buying 70 US cents, that 200 US dollars is worth $285.71. Do the same calculation, but where one Australian dollar is buying 69 US cents, you've actually got a $4 difference in the price of grain. So for the exact same grain... And just that one move in the currency, you've got a difference of $4.14. So 200 at 0.69 gives you 289.85. So a $4 difference in just in the currency. And that's $4 more per tonne you get in your pocket just because of that move in the currency. The underlying price of grain hasn't changed. What the buyer is willing to pay hasn't changed. All the costs haven't changed. It's just simply that change in the currency. And then this must factor in so much into actual futures contracts too because you must look at it and go, wow, dollar's doing all right at the moment or it's exactly where I want. I'd like to lock that in as a future sale. And there are opportunities for you to do that. And we'll talk about some of those different contracting opportunities later on, but you're absolutely right. And that's probably one of the things that's important to think about. You know, I look back on the times whenever the Australian dollar was buying more than $1 US and I think, what was I thinking, not buying a whole lot more just for my holidays? You know, it would be a horrible time to be exporting grain, but it would be a fantastic time to go on holidays to the US because your dollar is buying more. So I guess having the opportunities to lock in when you think it's a good price is really important. And whether that's the, the currency or whether it's the overall price, you know, having the different arrows in the quiver is really important. Jonathan Wilson, thank you for all your insights into foreign exchange, otherwise known as FX, and sharing them with me in the Grain Producers SA studio. No worries. Thanks, Drew.
The information presented in this podcast is general in nature only and does not constitute legal, financial or investment advice. Listeners should seek professional advice relevant to their individual circumstances before making any decisions. While every effort has been made to ensure the information in this podcast is correct at the time of publication, we do not warrant, guarantee or accept any liability arising from its accuracy, reliability or completeness.